hi guys. I'm back. I have some stuff that I want to process and I am not even sure if I'm going to publish this episode. Um, because it's, I don't know, I feel very vulnerable right now talking about this and I guess if you're listening to it, it means I published it. <laughs> um, otherwise, no one will ever know that this existed except me. But I do need to verbally process some stuff out loud that I'm feeling. And I guess it has to do with... Um, uh, I guess the best way to say it is like... I went from being totally oblivious six months ago to all of a sudden this huge revelation of autism. And since then, I feel like it's sort of um, taken over my life in a way not I guess I'll just say that it's pretty much been all I've thought about (laughs) since December like obviously I've thought about other things but this is always in the back of my mind and sometimes in the very front of my mind and really everything I do throughout the day, I'm sort of just constantly um, assessing myself to be like trying to connect dots, I guess, or basically trying to like see if it's real, trying to prove to myself that it's real or maybe that it's not real. Um, I feel like I've gotten a lot more in tune with myself, but also (laughs) on oddly, like, also have gotten less in tune with myself, if that makes sense. Like, in certain ways, I feel like I know myself a lot better now, and I'm um, figuring a lot of things out, but in other ways, I'm like, who am I? Like, I don't, I'm having, it's like a, (laughs) feels very much like an existential crisis, like, So over the past couple of days, I've had a few opportunities arise um, to talk publicly about my autism, uh, which I'm grateful for. I'm very grateful for the opportunities to share. Um, One is on another podcast and one is um, writing an article um, for a website and... I am both excited and terrified for both of those opportunities, and um, I think one reason I am terrified is because I don't have my actual diagnosis yet. I'm in the middle, for those of you who are new, um, or who don't know, I'm in the middle of my um, journey with that right now. I've had my first appointment. I have two more appointments to go before I get the the official diagnosis so um I'm pretty sure based on what the psychologist has told me so far um that I'm going to get the diagnosis she's just told me that everything that she's seeing and everything that 
we've discussed um, is what she would expect to see in an autistic person. So, um, so it's, I don't know, it's, it's not that I am doubting that I'm going to get the diagnosis. For the most part, I feel like um, that that's going to happen. And um, even if I didn't, I've talked about before how self-diagnosis is totally valid, seeing as it's very difficult for certain people to get diagnosis um, appointments for one reason or another, and um, some people don't feel the need to do it either, which is totally respectable. Um, but... I guess for myself, I I didn't plan to like <laughs> like quote unquote come out with this information until after I was diagnosed. I did tell the woman who wanted me to write the article that um I want I wanted to wait cuz she wanted me to get it done pretty quickly and I was like, "Okay, um uh for one I'm a perfectionist, so it might take me a little a little longer than like a few days to write an article, but um also, I told her I wanted to wait until after I had my actual diagnosis because I would feel more comfortable talking openly about my autism. This is just me personally. And she was like, oh, okay, sure. Um, and I think I'm going to tell um, this this uh, woman who wants me to come on her podcast, I think I'll tell her the same thing. Um, just to relieve some of that pressure. I, I don't know why I feel... <laughs> I don't know why I feel this way about this, but... Um, also, all of these opportunities, um, no matter how grateful I am for them, it's also very scary and making it all seem very real. And I guess it seems like this is becoming less of a personal journey, less of just something I'm thinking about in my own mind and trying to figure out about myself and more of a potentially public journey and something that other people know about me. Um, and on the one hand, I really, really want to, at least <laughs> I've always thought like, okay, once I'm comfortable talking about this, I would really love to be out there and like, um, sort of, uh, I guess, spreading awareness on how autism can look in women. I really want to help, um, reframe this for some people and, and help combat some of the stereotypes that people have about autism and what it looks like. And, um, but I don't really want to be thrust into like an activist role. And I'm like, how, how do I, because activism is a scary word to me and it sounds stressful. <laughs> it sounds stressful. Like I really want to be an ally and I want to be a person who is, out and proud and I want to be a person who's spreading awareness but I feel like that's different from 
from the act of or being viewed as an activist or a potential activist. And I know um, there are a lot of people who do share about their autism who get constantly questioned and um, and trolled and um, put down and it it just seems like a lot and not that I wouldn't get that anyway like it just I'm just looking forward um, to something like that happening is very scary um, also so I don't know I was just I was texting with my friend this morning who knows all about everything that's going on and uh, one of the only or one of the few people in my life who I've confided in and um I was just telling her like yesterday there was a moment where I just was tempted to cancel the rest of my assessment appointments and just go just forget about autism just go back <laughs> go back to before I don't want to cry on my own podcast. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I didn't expect to get emotional, but um, I have been having a pretty emotional day so far. And I did have um, a pretty massive meltdown last night so I'm kind of recovering from that and just feeling all of the feelings that go along with that as well mostly frustration um because I don't I don't want that to keep happening (laughs) uh but it keeps happening um more frequently lately and probably because of um just increased stress and change in my life. Um, I've felt very, uh, ill-equipped to deal with a lot of my emotions lately, and usually, um, it just ends up, uh, getting to the point where I, I physically can't handle my emotions anymore, uh, and it turns into a meltdown, and that's what happened last night, and... (laughs) I'm okay. I'm fine now, even though I'm getting, um, emotional right now. But what I was saying, I guess, was, um, yesterday I just kind of wanted to go back to before. This is the first time I've had this feeling up until, up until now. I'm sorry, I'm sniffling. That's gross in your ear. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) up until now, I've been mostly grateful for this information and for learning this about myself of course there have been some hard moments and me um feeling kind of resistant to it and being like oh you know this means this is forever this means I'm you know this means I'm not broken which is good but also means I can't really be fixed um which in my mind some of the issues that I've had which I now believe are related to autism have been things that resulted from 
trauma and stuff like that that I could potentially undo at some point if I wanted to or if I worked hard enough. Um, But now I know that a lot of that is likely just autism, but which is freeing in a way and hard in a way. Um, to know that this, this is it, this is pretty much me. I mean, I can still work on things, of course. Um, but it's a lot less likely that I will be able to change certain behaviors and things about myself that are, (laughs) that I can sometimes view as unsavory aspects of myself. Um, so, um... So mostly, though, I have been grateful. And yesterday was the first time where I had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to go back. I just want to go back to not knowing this. I just, I want to go back. I want to not think about this anymore. I I want to not worry about it anymore. I want to not, you know, like, I just, I don't want it. I don't want it. And uh, that's just fear. That's, that's fear and anxiety talking and I know I'm going to be okay. Um, I know I'm going to be okay. It's it's just a lot. And it's... Um, it's just a lot. And it's scary sometimes. And... Uh, <sighs> The whole idea of coming out and being public. I've never really been a person who's cared a lot what people thought of me, luckily. (laughs) Um, And I still don't, but even still, it's donning this label of autistic comes with so much stigma attached to it and I am fearful of what the process is going to be like it could be that I just come out with it and everyone in my life is like oh okay and then we just all go on with things (laughs) as usual um there's also the possibility though that sorry I'm still sniffling I'm not still crying don't worry um (laughs) I get very sniffly when I cry uh so there also is the possibility that people might um question me or maybe not believe me or um think that I have some sort of an ulterior motive, which has always been a big fear of mine. Like, I don't know why. Um, Like, I I don't know why that's a fear, but it is. It's like, maybe, maybe I'm claiming this for attention or some, some sort of other gain. (laughs) I don't know. I, that's just a fear. Uh, you know, there's a possibility that I could find myself having to explain things over and over again to people, and, like, 
I don't mind doing that if it's for the purpose of educating people. But I don't want to do it if it's for the purpose of proving myself. Of proving my autism to others. Like, if someone's curious, truly curious, like, oh my gosh, you're autistic, how interesting. Like, what, can I ask what led to, what, you know, what led you to find that out about yourself or whatever, then I'm perfectly happy sharing that. But what I don't want is the whole, like, oh, well, you don't seem autistic, and are you sure, and are you sure it's not this, or it could be that, or you have trauma, I know, so, you know, it's just like, I feel like all of those impending questions would be really hard to handle, um, because, yeah, (laughs) I get it, I get what it looks like from the outside for most people who aren't educated, I never knew autism could be like this. That's how I never knew about myself. So, anyway, I'm I'm not sure really where I'm going with this. Like I said, I just wanted to process and uh, maybe publish this one, maybe not. I should. You know, I, I started this so that I could just be open and vulnerable and honest about this journey. And this is probably the one of the most vulnerable posts I've or episodes I've done so far and and it should be out there and people should be able to hear because I know I know I can't be alone in feeling this and uh it just feels like this has taken over my life and I'm just tired <laughs> and it's my own fault because once my brain latches onto something it won't stop thinking about it and that's what's happening and so Sometimes I even get this way about, like, other things that are special interests where I'm I'm thinking about it so much that I start annoying myself. Where I'm like, can I just think about something else, please? Um, so that's kind of how I've been with autism. It's, it has become a special interest. It definitely has. I, I, there are days when it's all I can, I, the only type of podcasts I want to listen to are autism related. I want to sit down and research. I want to look up articles. I want to look up research. I want to watch videos of autistic people on TikTok and be like, haha, I relate to that. You know, like there's days where it's just all consuming on the days where it's not all consuming. It's still pretty consuming. It's still like at least 50% consuming (laughs) at all times. It's like always running in the background of my mind. Even if I'm thinking of something else, it's there in in the background. Um, The other day I was out doing an activity and I was around people and um, I kept, I found that I kept monitoring myself, (laughs) how I was standing, how I was sitting. Am I, it it was just very weird. I, I feel almost like like, I don't know how to act anymore because now I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to figure out which parts of me are real and which parts of me are, have been hidden, have been masking. It's all very confusing. I'm just like, am I acting? Is this me? Am I real? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just want to be me, you guys. I just want to be Melissa. And while I welcome the label of autism and the diagnosis of autism, I don't want people to see me as just that. 
and I don't want that to be the first thing that people think of when they think of me. And I want to be able to know that others around me um, will embrace me no matter what. So, I don't know what else to say about this. My next appointment is in less than a week, so that's coming up, and maybe I can talk to the psychologist a little bit about all of these feelings I'm having, because I'm sure I'm not the only one who is going through a diagnosis process that has felt these things, um feels overwhelming at times and there's been a lot personally in my life that's going on too outside of just this um big changes within my family um that include a pretty major divorce going on in my family right now and uh my partner just started school full-time which has been a big adjustment um, but a good one, a really good one, um, but still a change and an adjustment nonetheless, which is still hard, no matter how happy I am for them and how good it's going to be for them and for our family and just, it's good. It's just been hard. Change is hard. And, uh, Yeah, just, there's a lot going on. <laughs> just a lot. And all of those personal things on top of this. And I'm freaked out about COVID again, all over again. That's been stressful because um, infection numbers are starting to go back up again. And I don't even know what the rules are. And I hate not knowing what the rules are. I've been wearing my mask in certain places and not in other places. I'm fully vaccinated, but I don't know, like, is that enough? Because there is this Delta variant and they're saying that you, even if you're vaccinated, you can still get infected with that, even though it will be mild and you won't be hospitalized and you won't die, that you can still get it or you can still pass it. And then I worry about that. And like, the world is crazy right now, you guys. This has been the craziest couple of years. I'll tell you what. Wow. Okay. Now I'm just rambling. I need to get going. I need to, to try and get on with my day. I have post-meltdown brain. So I made a list already of the things I need to do today. And I'm just going to go down it and cross them off one by one. Because if I don't... If I allow myself to not get anything done today, which is what I sometimes do post-meltdown, or I'm tempted to do, um, it makes me feel worse. It makes me feel like that meltdown not only ruined me in that moment, but ruined a day for me. Ruined the next day for me. You know, I like don't want it to still have the control over me. It's over. It happened. 
yes, I'm still feeling the effects of it, and but I need to not let it take a day from me. So I'm not going to let it. So I'm going to go do my list of chores and try to have a good rest of the day. And try not to overthink all of this too much. My brain needs a break. <laughs> so, thanks for listening. I'm sorry I cried. And, uh, I'll publish this. I'm going to publish it. I'm going to do it right now. I'm not going to listen to it because I will be embarrassed. <laughs> but I'll publish it. And you can listen. And I hope that you like what I said. Or relate to what I... No, maybe. I don't know. Do I want you to relate? I don't know. Okay, now I'm rambling. I'm going to go now. Bye. Thank you.